Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit travel and magic the gathering. I'm your host, Dwight, aka DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how am I doing. Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or maybe I shouldn't quit my day job? Now, like I ask each and every single episode, Hit that follow, like, subscribe button. It's very, very key important uh, for me to get out there, for the listening audience. If you don't do this, people don't get to know more about me and they don't hear this content. And it's a moral imperative that they get it. Because if you like it, share with your friends and family too. Because guess what? The more Magic Gathering content out there, the better it is. And if they're a spirit tribal person, like this episode's going to be, you're going to like it a lot, and they're going to like it. So hit that follow, like, subscribe button, and tell your friends and family about the show. Now, like I do each and every single episode, again, uh, the young lady who comes up with all these little doodads and doohickeys, the little uh, symbol over here, like off to the side, she, you know, she customizes, does things. Uh, she, she's the engineer of the show. She's the driver of this episode. It's the one, the only, the one I call the ravishing one. The Ravishing Renata. How you doing there, Ravishing? Pretty good. Oh, I'm sorry. I screwed this up every single episode. Go ahead, Ravishing. I'm pretty good. Yeah, you know, but I constantly keep her on mute because, you know, she tends to talk a lot. So, uh, Ravishing, uh, what do you think of this episode? To be honest with you, I'm not quite sure what to think. You have um, a very unique perspective for this episode, and we'll see how it goes. Well, what happens is ravishing is that I think it's time that me, the individual who I consider, I'm, I'm too humble to call myself a spirit master, but I consider myself a spirit specialist because guess what? I, I'm one of the few people who can actually say once the tribe came out and became a full force, I, I definitely adopted. I was a merfolk guy. And then uh, when 2018 happened, when M19 came out with, uh, Supreme Phantom, it was my true modern deck. There were ways where I was trying to mess with, with you know, uh, with the, uh, oh, I forget what the name of the Illusionary Phantom that uh, allows you to copy uh, Lords. And I was copying, you know, Drug School Cats. And I was like, oh, I love this deck. This is my key deck. But then Supreme Phantom hit. And I was like, this is this is my key deck now from this point on till the day modern ends. So the deck in spirits has been a very true and tried consistent deck when it made its first appearance in 2019 it was wow let me just tell you you even had uh luis card vargas make a uh a, what you call he talked about it on channel fireball he actually made a uh a a an out out design an explanation of why spirits that is for especially azori spirits at the time was the best deck in modern into you know when it first came out and then again in 2020. But it's now time, Ravishing. It is now time that we have a sincere heart to heart of what's going on with this particular deck. You know, uh I, I think it's a moral imperative. I I agree. I think you should definitely have this conversation with the with the boot crew and Probably this is probably a good hot take. Wow, look at you coming out of the woodwork saying this is going to be a hot take. You know what? I agree with you, ladies and gentlemen. This is a hot take episode because it's not about me 
the guy speaking behind in front of the mic and behind the camera or in front of the camera, it's about you. Because the reason why I have such a passion for this tribe, because it's the only tribe, and I'll say over and over again, because of its evasion, it it's delightful. We get to smack in. Because it has flash, we can sit there and manipulate our deck to play on our opponent's turn. And then finally, spirits protect their own. You don't get that with any other tribe when it comes to Magic the Gathering. And that's why I have such a passion. I love spirits. <clears throat> so with that being said, can we be honest? Can we be sincere with you? One or another? We have been, I have been literally focused in Pioneer for the last, what, two months, Revision? About two months, yeah. About two months straight. Reason why? Because I want people to get ready for Pro Tour. I want them to succeed. I want them to go out there, take names, kick guests, and make your opponent say, that's Bushit. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, there has been a sincere drop-off. You'll notice in Pioneer, Spirits, is the Spirits, uh, Mono Blue Snow, Bant, and even now Azorius are the top, some of the top decks in Pioneer. But when it comes to Modern, we were the ish deck. We were the deck that said, most people go, here comes the trouble deck and it's spirits and we gotta be nervous people are no longer that much that worried about spirits and it bothers me because right now I have to admit sincerely even though we can be maybe the five maybe four to five top decks in tier one not gonna say easily but we can beat them if we play the right path I've explained that several episodes. You can go look in my library and you can see what I've said. It still holds true to this day. That, that leaves us the other five to six decks in tier one. That's a real tough matchup because unfortunately right now spirits is in a tight, you know, tier two. It doesn't, I don't believe it is. Is it top one? Mm, I'll give it 1.5, 1.25. That's my humble opinion. But remember, I'm biased because I love the Spirit Tribe. No Bushid. But let's be honest with one another, shall we? You know, I know, we all know. That Spirits is not in the best place right now in Modern. But does it really need to be? For us to sit there and take this deck to victory? To take it over the line? Right now, I'm look. I'm talking to you, the individual, and you're you're to me. You're a piece of charcoal that's under the severe pressure of trying to make this deck work, to make it sing. And I don't know about you, but if you know anything about charcoal or coal or carbon, under enough enough pressure, you make a diamond. What I'm trying to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, is that right now you, Boo Crew, are a diamond. You are a diamond in the rough. Why? Because you're playing a deck that can win, that should win, and will constantly win in now and into the future. This is a deck that should not be thrown off to the side or put wayward. It should be still the main focus in modern. And if people right now are modern are not respecting the deck, shame on you because you don't see what's coming. But things need to change. Quite sincere with you, ladies and gentlemen. If you consider Boo Crew, let's be honest with one another. Every deck that saw its light in the, you know, was the top deck tends to slide back. And all of a sudden, a new card comes in or somebody finds a new way to do something and then it goes back up. 
as we saw, there was a young man, I forgot his name, and unfortunately he, he's a good friend of the show. He was from Sweden, right, Ravishing? Yes. Yeah. He ended up making a Urion deck. You remember that deck? Yes, I do. Now, this young man made a Urion deck with spirits. He made, Not only did he take a 60-card deck, no, he made it bigger. He made the deck bigger. And why did he make a deck bigger, Ravishing? Do you know why? No. no, because he added answers. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The problem that we have right now in spirits is that, yes, we have the tribal. We have the lords. That's great. We have some answers. Okay, we do. But remember, our deck is known to sit there and protect ourselves. It doesn't go out of the way to sit there and remove issues that we may end up facing directly. For example, the only card that moves away issues right away from the board state is Skyclave Apparition. No more, no less. You and I know, we know this, Boo Krill. Then what we have, we have uh, uh, Muslim Wanderer and Spellcaller to, you know, say, eh, no, these spells, no, 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 they're not going to affect us. Then everything else is attack, attack, uh, preserving our crew, which is, you know, uh, Rattle Chains and Selfless Spirit. But things need to change. Now, fortunately, I'm going to have a young man on my show, Dr. Katz. You've, been, you've seen him multiple times on my show. He's a moderator for the Spirit Discord group. Uh, I have him, I think I'm going to have an uh, interview with him on Sunday, right? I believe he's scheduled for okay. Sunday. Okay, I'm going to have him scheduled for Sunday. I'm going to put out the, you know, the episode a little later in the afternoon. Uh, but I'm going to have a conversation with this young man. Because right now... He actually went 4-1, and 3-2, 4-1, and 5-0 with spirits. So if you look at that, 4-0-1, okay, in 5-0, but that's okay. He went 3-2, and two, okay, it's still a winning record. Went 4-1, guess what, he's still winning. And then he got a 5-0, and oh. why? Because the matchups were good enough, or he was smart enough to sit there and now play his opponent and made his, you know, manipulated the board state in such a way to get the key victory. So that's why I'm telling you. There's victory here. Victory is there at hand to be had. But the question is, what can we do? What should we do differently? We should really look at past decks and go, well, when cards get banned, what happens to the deck? They fall to the wayside and go, oh, no, never to be seen again in the cosmos. And guess what? They reprint a card and, oh, guess what? Now we have a deck. The deck is back. Or somebody comes up with some some type of card, particular card, and go, there you go. I have the answer. And they go out there, kick ass, take names, and the deck stays around proudly. I'm going to show you today, ladies and gentlemen, two cards. One free, one not really free. That will sit there and help us win the board state. Because right now, there are several pile, uh, several decks out there. That's tough for us. I'm going to be quite sincere here. Was it ready? Uh, is it Murktide? Tough deck. Amulet Titan. Anybody who knows who's a spear player who's played against Amulet Titan, it's one of the worst matchups we have. Hammer Time comes out too early. Money Pile? Come. But everything else, practically to me, is beatable. I can beat these decks. And I have a feeling you can beat these decks too. But let's bring on the one first card, shall we? The first card I want to talk about out of two 
is Solitude. Ravishin, please read Solitude for us. Creature, elemental incarnation, flash, lifelink. When Solitude enters the battlefield, exile up to one other target creature. That creature's controller gains life equal to its power. Evoke. Exile a white card from your hand. 3-2. Now, if you see this card, you should know this card. This card is from Modern Masters, too, right? Two generic and three mana. It's a pretty expensive card. 3-2. Okay, it's humble. It has lifelink. But what we need to consider here, ladies and gentlemen, is the evoke cost and the flash ability. Now I know some of you are like, well, Toy, well, how about subtlety? I'm all for subtlety. You can swap out my idea and use solitude or you know solitude or subtlety, or you hell, you can use them both. But the reason why I bring this up is guess what? We have that stupid little monkey that we have to constantly deal with. So what's wonderful, what's delightful, is that on our opponent's turn, if they choose to play the monkey, we can get rid of the monkey. No, we don't have to worry about it attacking us. We don't have to worry about flipping over a card and going, hey, now they have the card advantage. We don't have to worry about that. Oh, there, there's Mr. Titan there. Mr. Primetime. Oh, there you are. No, now I don't have to worry about it. All it did would take was a little bit of card disadvantage. Yeah, that sucks, especially when a tribe like ours, we get zero, zero card advantage. But to sit there and remove a creature that may end up causing major issues, I don't know about you, but if we have an Ink Moth Nexus coming, down, coming at us with a hammer, a colossal hammer, oh, you bet your, bet your ass I'm using the Solitude. I want you to think about Money Pile. Why is Money Pile such an amazing deck right now? Because they're using free cards left and right, and they're getting the benefit from Omnath. Solitude is a card that we, the Spear players, should be considering. Unfortunately, as much as I do like Path to Exile, it doesn't fit because the reason why we're giving our opponent land Mana advantage is our complete destruction. I'd rather give my opponent life because I can eventually go in there and whack, whack, whack. And guess what? Small picks to large picks means that I'm still winning the game because I'm still beating them up. And if I can control the early board state, I can control the later board state. And if I can't control the early board state, at least I have this to sit there and take out what? Amulet Titan? Merc Tide Regent? I can sit there and take out... Uh, Omnath? I don't have to worry about that. Solitude is one of these particular cards that we need to really consider being in our deck. I'm going to share with you a deck a little later in the episode where I have three in there. Hell, I wanted to make it four, but I was like, you know what? I don't have the space. I'm going to make it three. And the reason why is I'm worried. We need to sit there and play toward the meta, not away from the meta. Spirits has almost all the key answers. Unfortunately, we don't have early game uh, uh, ways to manipulate the board state when we have a one-mana creature hit the board. 
Hell, I don't know about you, but when I sit there and see Idol on the Great Revel, that pisses me the hell off. Fine, I'll get rid of it. I'll exile it. Guess what? I'll never have to worry it again. I worry about it again with solitude. Now, some of you are going, well, Dwayne, the problem is if I evoke this creature, it hits the board and it doesn't stay. It goes, it disappears. Well, I have an answer for you, ladies and gentlemen. And I know what you're going to say. Ephemerate, but my, my, my colleague here, Ravishing, went a little too early. And the answer is, all right, Ravishing, is the fact that most people go, Ephemerate. And Ravishing just showed it to us. The answer is Essence, essence Flux. Renata, please do me a favor. Read Essence Flux for us. Essence Flux, instant. Exile target creature you control, then return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. If it's a spirit, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. I want you to notice, ladies and gentlemen, look at the mana cost. Look at the mana cost. For those who don't, who are not watching this episode and hearing me right now through Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcast, one mana, Essence Flux, one mana. Exile a creature you control and then return it back to the battlefield. Ravishing, go back to Solitude. So you're telling me I can do that with Solitude? I don't have to worry about Ephemery? Yeah, Ephemery may be nice so I get to sit there and rebound the creature, right? But now I get to use this bouncy effect on Solitude. Boop! What happens? I get rid of the creature. No, I get rid of two of the creatures, and my creature stays on the board state. Remember, she go back to Essence Flux? But there's another key section. If it's a spirit... Uh, what type of deck are we playing here? Spirits. Oh, we're playing spirits, you say. What's funny about that? What's the, what's the last part of that sentence? If it's a spirit, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Put a plus one, plus one counter on a spirit if it is a spirit. So you're going to go, Dwight, why the hell should I worry about putting a plus one, plus one counter on a spirit? I don't know. See, if they're sitting there targeting Mausoleum Wanderer because of the fact that they want to get rid of it somehow magically and they, they're like, they can't do what they want to do unless that dies, huh? I just protected it by bouncing it. Oh, when it comes to the battlefield, it's not a 1-1. One, one. Now it's a 2-2. Two, two. Now they're going to have to spend 2 mana if I have to sacrifice it. Ooh, how delightful. I protected a counting spell, and it got bigger. Hmm. What other cards could benefit? Oh, rattle chains? So that means, oh, I get to give one of my other creatures hexproof again? Hmm. Spell Queller. Oh, how, how have I forgotten my dear friend Spell Queller? A 2-3 spirit. Oh, no, 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 no. It becomes a 3-4 spirit because I get to counter a different spell. Oh, and I forgot to man, 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 uh, mention that Rattle Chains becomes uh, a 3-2. A 3-2 attacker with Rattle Chains. And then finally, the piece that reads these taunts, as the French would say, Skyclay that. My dear friend, Skyclave Apparition, oh, I get to exile a, a thing, right? For four mana or less. Oh, and I get to do it again? And then my creature becomes a 3-3? Three, three? Yes, uh, I, of course, it's in lightning bolt range. But if I have a, uh, I don't know, 
Um, a lord onto the battlefield. Do I have to worry about? That's what's delightful here. That there's answers out here that you and I can both use, and they're just two cards. Most of the time, we used to sit there and put Thalia in the deck. No, no besmirching any of those people out there who love Thalia. I know a good friend of the show, Andre Segura, the Spirit Master. Please go to his uh, YouTube and uh, like. But Andre Segura is a huge fan. He love. He can't get enough of his Thalia. Can't get enough. He, she's the cat's meow for him. But if we can sit there and put a Dahlia, you're telling me you wouldn't consider putting Solitude and then using Essence Look to make our spirits do more and have a Solitude do double duty? Ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you, I'm a full-time nurse, okay? I work in an in uh, institute where I sit there and deal with patients every single day. And I've been busting my ass doing doubles. That's why you haven't seen me doing a lot of this episode. But guess what? My patients... My residents that see me, they love me. Why? Because guess what? I'm doing double time. I'm sitting there taking my time and dealing with them. Why won't you show your spirits the same love? Let them do the double duty. They can handle it. Hell, give them the overtime. The only thing they're going to have to pay is the IRS, not you. I'm just saying that's a McCulture place. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, think about this. Solitude and Essex Flux. How does this not benefit you in modern? Hell, why don't you just take away the solitude and consider subtlety? Uh, you're telling me the, the possibilities are not amazing with subtlety? Why don't I go, hmm, instead of doing the way I did, you can go, what, two solitude and two subtlety and then put in Essex Flux? Oh, my. Oh, my. The possibilities are endless, and the fact that we can sit there and affect the board state like they haven't seen before. I brought this up to my friend, Dr. Katz. He's considering doing it. He's considering looking at this option. I've actually started playing this option at an LGS, and you know what? I'm seeing results. I'm talking to these guys and going, hey, what do you think? Well, that's really tough. Let's play. Shuffle up the deck. And guess what? I'm doing well. I'm not telling you, you know, go to your you know, tournament and go out there and try for your uh, regional qualifier. No, I'm not telling you. Try it out. See what happens. If I'm right, reach out to me at MTG Ectoplasm on Twitter. Hell, reach out to me at MTG Ectoplasm, uh, uh, MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com and let me know, hey, Dwight, you're a buffoon. It didn't work for me. But I want you to consider, I want you to try over and over again. Try multiple results. And I can, I'm not going to guarantee you victory, but you're going to see the possibilities open up. There's more daylight. Because the problem we're having is big end creatures and early creatures that we have we have a hard time dealing with because we don't have good enough removal. We can control the middle game. The middle game is all ours. But I want you to consider this. Now, Ravishing, let's let's go, let's look at the, the next thing. And what do we see here? Hey, Ravishing, why don't you tell them what it is? Okay. Um, it's 
For our MTG Ectoplasm merch store, we have uh, t-shirts and Mm -hmm. coffee mugs in all sizes and colors for men and women. You can find it at www.mtgectoplasm.com. And yes, the Boot Crew t-shirts are coming soon. I just have to finalize a couple of things on some designs. And they'll be ready. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Reach out to the, you know... You can email me at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com on Twitter, mtgectoplasm. Go to the web store at mtgectoplasm.com. Please support the show. We got the shirts there. We got the coffee mug. And like I said, the Boot Crew t-shirts are absolutely amazing. I'm excited about these. Hell, I might just have to get one for myself just because, hey, not only I'm the president, but I'm also a member. So, Ravishing, let's now look at the deck list that I created for this the change that I'm asking Spirit players to consider. Now, mind you, like I said, you can take out the the subtlety, and, and sorry, put take out the solitude and consider subtlety. I'm okay with that. But here we go. Thirty-one creatures, four mausoleum wanderers, two spectral sailors. Now, you, typically, most of us go three to four. I went down, just because, as much as I like spectral. You're going to see why everything is open. Four rattle chains, obviously, moral imperative. Two selfless spirit. Ugh, that was a tough decision, but I thought it was a moral imperative. Four supreme phantom, four drug school cat- uh, captains, four rattle uh, spell quellers, three skyclave apparition, one cure of the great glass burner, and three solitude. Now I know some of you are like, hold on, whoa, whoa, hold on. Cure of the great glass burner? Yes, it's a spirit. What's the problem? They are targeting our spirits right now. We need to sit there and do something. Me personally, I would love to put two in the deck. But with this deck list that I created, I was like, "Mm, not today. But you'll see the next underneath where I put instance, sorry, instance is essence flux. So our spirits can do double duty. For the Skyclave apparition, the Spell Queller, the the self, uh, sorry, the Rattle Chains, and also the Muslim Water and the Solitude. Obviously, artifacts, we got four Aether Vials. Nothing new. Nothing new. Lands, three Cavern of Souls. Why? <sighs> control is the bane. I, as much as I know we can be control. They tend to counter our stuff, don't do they? So if I can use Karen, I'm going to use it. One of John Josita, the Empire, my wife fell in love with this card, right? Yes, the artwork on that card is amazing. Yeah, I knew you did. It's okay. Then you got one Ottawa City of uh, Soaring City, four Fled Strand, two Hollowed Fountains, four Secret Coast, two Moreland Haunts, two Plains, of two Islands. Nothing's changed. Same old, same old. Now the sideboard. This is where I went a little bit. I made a left instead of making a right. There's certain key cards that are to stay the same that are consistent. And you're gonna see why. And I'm explaining to you right as soon as I do it. Three Burton Forge Tenders, consistent. Two Kataki War uh, Wars Wage, consistent. Three Remorseful Cleric. Cleric, sorry. This is where I went a little askew. Usually I go for what? Rest in peace. 
But because the fact that now we're protecting our creatures, we can do a little bit more. We can stretch our creatures' legs a little bit more. Remorseful Cleric makes more sense now. Two, Force of Negation. Now, what I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Force of Negation, I'm not going to tell you they're overly cheap. But they're the they're at the lowest prices right now. And I'm going to tell you, get them while they're hot. It's a moral imperative. Get them now while you get while you have an opportunity. Two subtlety. A card that I've been mentioning. You could substitute and go, hey, instead of the three solitude, I'm gonna put three subtlety and then put in two solitude in my sideboard. I don't care. You can do what you want. This is what I did. This is my personal choice. But you notice, I put my money where my mouth is. Guess what? They're in the deck. They may be in the sideboard, but they're still in the deck. Two meddling mages. This was tough for me, but I had a feeling, you know, people are going to criticize me. Well, you know, really? Meddling mage? Why not? If I could sit there and stop opponent from playing a particular card, I'm going to do it. And with the Essence Flux... Oh, I get that. Oh, they probably end up milling themselves or pitching that card. Like I can't do nothing with that card. Guess what? I get the name of the card. Oops! How delightful! And then finally, one march of the otherworldly light. Now I'm going to be honest with you. I wanted to put more, but I was just like the way the meta feels. One, one is good enough. You see my deck list here, ladies and gentlemen. You tell me, Bukro. Am I wrong? Am I right? This this is a standard deck. The only difference is I sat there and said, I want to add more free spells to my deck in solitude and use my creatures a little bit more in a different way to affect my opponent. Why not? The spirits are there to manipulate the board state. Let's manipulate it. Let's finally put our opponent on the back foot. Make sure they're on their heels going, dear God, spirits again? And it's not the spirits we were thinking about. They're doing double time. They're doing do double duty. They're, they're, taking, they're taking names and kicking ass. And this is blue sheet. Actually, take it But reach out to me. This is my hot take. This is my perspective. This is something I'm doing, and it's working. I would like to hear from you. I want to know, is it working for you? Am I an idiot? My wife will probably say, yeah. <laughs> but I want to thank you. The thousands and thousands listening around the world and the Soon to be hundreds that are now viewing at MTG on YouTube. I I I just just hope that some somebody's actually listening and going. I may not go his way, but things have got to change, and hopefully this this ignited your heart, ignited your passion to say let's change, let's do something different. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's Blue Sheet. <laughs>